Good morning. I'm Steve Gilbert, along with Dan Peterson. and uh, We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show. Presented to you by Royce & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning & Plumbing, a service experts company. A six-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award. Five-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London. Two-time winner of St. Thomas and Algon Weekly News Reader's Choice Award. And the presenting sponsor of the 2018 World uh, Financial Group Continental Cup of Curling held in London on January 11th to the 14th, 2018. We want to thank you for listening today, and we hope you will be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide information to you, our listeners, about heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, the phone lines are open, so if you've got a question, please call in locally at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. So please don't wait. Give us a call, and uh, we'll look forward to hearing from you and answering some questions. Mr. Peterson. Mr. Gilbert, how are you this morning? Well, I was cold this morning. (laughs) You were cold this morning. I was. That's because it was cold outside last night. It was. (laughs) And uh, I turned my furnace on last night. Well, I didn't turn my furnace on, I, I but I, it is off. I don't have it on air anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but so then when you got up this morning, how, what was the temperature in the house? I didn't look. <laughs> <laughs> Should I ask Lynn? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> what was it, Lynn? It was chilly. It was chilly. <laughs> I think it was about, I think it was less than nine. Now you've already had your maintenance done, right? Yes. So it's it's okay to turn it on. I know it's okay to turn it on, okay. but you know I am cheap too, so. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call you cheap. You're just, yeah. Thrifty. Thrifty. Just yeah. smart. You're very smart with your money. You're saving for a wedding, right? <clears throat> oh, yes, which is coming up very quickly. Very yes. quickly. Yeah. So that's the end of the month? End of October? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, the 23rd. So that's a. Oh, sorry, the 26th. We're going down before that. Uh, they're getting married down south in Arizona. Nice. So that'll be an exciting time. It will be. Will be. Wow. And this is the last one, right? This is the last one. And uh, we just didn't know whether it was ever going to be one at all. But uh, our, our son met a very nice girl out west, and we've met her family, and she's. we've been out there a couple of times to visit them, and... And uh, Stephanie has been with uh, our boy Brent, has been here a couple of times, too. Well, so. yeah, she, we were, she was in the radio station uh, that one time she was yeah. here, yeah, with, with Brent. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. We're pretty happy and proud. Excellent. Well, that's that's <laughs> really good. And uh, you told me not to ask you. <laughs> but you know what? That so just, I know That just coming. means I'm going to ask you anyways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So uh, you told me not to ask you about the nights last night. That's right. It wasn't a good night. It wasn't a good night for the nights. Okay. A um, little scrambly. Okay. Um, just got to start. Uh, they've got a few guys back now from some of the pro camps, and they've just got to learn how to gel together, and they'll be fine after that, I think. Well, so, you know, it's it's okay every now and then to have yep. a little blip, right? Yeah, they got a little blip early, that's all. Yeah. Yep, well, they'll get it together. They will. And then... Um, I, uh, just from my Facebook, a friend of mine posted, he's the manager at the London Curling Club, and uh, he gave me a picture this morning. Yes. Ice is in. Curling's going to start. When's curling start? Uh, my first game's on Monday. On Monday? Yeah. So they must have got the ice in even earlier than we did. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, St. Thomas's, uh 
open house is uh, 9th, 10th, and 11th, I think, of October. Oh, is it? Yeah. So the St. Thomas Crinton Club, open house 9, 10, and 11. That's right. So anybody that's right. who's in the St. Thomas area or even in South London who's interested in curling, yes. that's a great opportunity to go to the St. Thomas Crinton Club. It is. Yep, and is. Uh, they'll let you actually throw and try rocks that yes, day. Yes, that's exactly true. And uh, so if you're thinking about trying uh, to curl and uh, it interests you, then that's a good time to come out and get out on the ice and we'll have some people there with give you a little instruction to help you along. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. And you're playing again this year? Yes, I am. Okay. So far. <laughs> so far. <laughs> well, we got a caller right away, so we're going to go to the phone lines and talk to Larry. How are you, Larry? Hi. Not too bad. I'm calling from St. Thomas, where you guys used to be. <laughs> or live, st- I know. We are still there. Yes, I know. <laughs> but used to live there. Anyway, um, what i got a question about, it's a Bradford White water heater, okay, gas water heater, yep. power vented. It's a Defender, whatever. They're supposed to be a good water heater, but it's about four years old. Somebody was telling me, and I think I've done it before, but if you hook a garden hose on the bottom and drain them every once in a while, is that a good idea or no? Well, it is a good idea. Uh, You should do it more often than not because if you wait too long and you open up that tap at the bottom, sometimes you won't seal it. It won't close all the way because there'll be some sediment. So it's a good idea uh, just to take some water off the bottom of that tank because uh, you're going to get some of the sediment off, and then um, let it, you know, then turn it back on again. But right, how much would you drain out? Like I remember draining quite a bit out of one years ago, but like I don't know if you drain them completely or no, or no, 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 hmm. yeah, not not completely. Dan, what yeah. do you suggest? How no, I, I would just take a pail out. Um, you know, once, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, no, I, don't I, even... I just wonder because yeah, there is sediment or something gets in them, right? And, yeah, uh, I would just take a pail full out, and, and yeah. I wouldn't even probably do it once a month. I'd probably do it every couple of months. Yeah, and well, that just okay. keeps that sediment from building up on the bottom. Yeah, because yeah. there's yeah. supposed to be a ten-year parts of right. labor supposedly, and I guess Bradford White's supposed to be a good water heater. It is. <laughs> it is a good. Old. It is a good water heater. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate that. That's okay. all I was just kind of curious about, or how much you should drain out, or, you know, whatever, how often. That's about yep. it. So appreciate your time. Thanks okay. for calling, Larry. Thanks. Yep. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. I think Larry just qualifies for the earliest caller we've ever had on the show. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's pretty close. It's not bad. Be? Yeah. Anyways, I suppose that it's time to go to break, so we'll, uh, once... <laughs> All right, we'll we'll talk to you right after break. It was nineteen eighty nine, my thoughts were short, my hair was long. So that was from the office. Well, the office has five uh, people that can get together on that. And vote. I understand that, yes. Um, I, I've heard that Northern Michigan song so many times. Have that you? I, I can't even listen to Kid Rock anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the theme was summer, and uh, I went uh, I went a little rogue, and uh, I didn't pick a summer song, but mine will not be played today. But anyway. No, but let's just consider that it's an avalanche. It's an avalanche? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a phone number coming in, and it looks very familiar, so <laughs> I'm sure I can hardly wait. I can, I can let him sit on hold for a while, too. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
Nicole from the office actually sent me a text this morning, and she just wanted to let everybody know that uh, she, apparently she didn't turn her furnace on either last night, and her house was 52. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's getting down there. That's chilly. <laughs> All right, we're going to take Peter. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> All right, so where were we, Dan? Oh, no, he's calling back again. Anyway. Um, just, there's a, something we talked about before the show, but I'm not going to yeah. get into that because it's, it's a bit, it's a bit of a longer explanation, but, um, is it okay to turn your furnace on right now? Even if you haven't had someone who had a look at it? Well, you can turn it on and uh, just make sure that it's working for when you do need it. Right. But call someone to get a maintenance done now. Right. Um, you know, you may need it on, and then if you turn it on now and make sure it's working fine so that later on, you, when you really do need it... it you know it works. You're, that's right. Yes. So if it's not working, you turn it on, you have a little glitch, you know enough to call someone now, get them out, have a look at it, get your maintenance done, yep. and get it all cleaned up for you for when you do need it. Yeah. So I have my maintenance done. They just come once a year, and I have mine done in August. So they do my furnace, my air conditioner, and my water heater all at the same time. Yes. And I just, August is convenient for us, so. No, I we get ours done in August, too. Yeah. And, and we just have them come once, and they do the air conditioner. You know, I've had it running, but if it wasn't running, I would have had to call someone. But they do the air conditioner, and they do the furnace, so yeah. that I'm all ready to go. Yeah. So then there's no worries. You know that when you turn that thermostat over to heat, things are going to be good. That's right. That's right. I've left them on hold long enough. <laughs> Hello, Peter. Yeah, you cut me off the first time. I, I don't know what's going on there, Steve. Well, but, we were talking uh, about music, you know, and that's always a sensitive subject. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering where my song finished this week. Oh, <laughs> you know, you, um, where are you? Well, you just called in a little bit too soon, um, oh. but you are you are on you are you will be played today. Well, that's good. Yes, <laughs> and, and I want to say hello to Lynn. Hi, Lynn, <laughs> sitting back in the corner. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> so, where where are you today? I am sitting in a hotel in Orleans, which is just outside of Ottawa. Mm-hmm. We have my last day as chair of Curling Canada today. Oh. oh. Okay. Down here for the annual general meeting. Okay. And, and, and uh, I, you hadn't been speaking about winter covers, so I thought I'd better call in to make sure that subject. <laughs> yes. You know, well, actually, I'm going to have cold. them swing around your house to put yours on today because, you know, um, there's a chance it's going to get cold out again. and Right? Well, I thought I'd let you know I do have the air conditioning running here in the hotel room. Why am I not surprised? We got her down to 19 degrees. It's pretty nice in here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. And so uh, when, when do you, uh, what, you know, you've been gone for at least a week. When are you coming back to work? Uh, I'll be back to work on Monday to, you know, make sure you guys have been uh, working hard. And, <laughs> right. Uh, and then we've got uh, we've got a street curling thing going on at Victoria Park on Wednesday. Is that correct? On October the 11th, so October. on another week. Another week, okay. Yeah. So not it's next the, week, the week after. Okay. Yeah. It's oh. the Canada 150 participation. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And curling is part of that. Perfect. That's good. Perfect. So right. make sure you get that winter cover in. We will, yeah, it's on the list of things to talk about. Okay. I'll be listening. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Have a good day. 
Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. So, do you want to just do that now? Sure. Okay. So, winter covers. Good idea, bad idea, Dan? What nope, do you think? It's a great idea. Okay. It's a great idea. Um, I haven't got mine out yet, uh, but it might be a good idea if you, if you have turned your air conditioner off to get it on now before all the leaves and branches and everything, little pieces of twigs and things start coming down. But it's going to be it's going to be 30 degrees on Monday. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was only going to be 26. It uh, feels like 30, right? Oh, it feels like 30. Yeah. Okay. The Humidex, apparently. I'm just, just the, the report. So you so just, you, you got to be careful, right? So you think someone may turn their air back on again? Possibly. Yeah. Make sure you just don't, if you turn your air off, make sure you just don't turn it off at the thermostat. What do you suggest? Make sure you go downstairs or uh, some of the switches are outside now. Make sure you turn that main switch off, too. So snap it off at the breaker, and that way you can't yep. have an accidental That's startup. Right. So if you do have your cover on, it's not going to come on when it gets hot, and you don't have that accidental startup. Okay. Well, thank you. So uh, Peter will be happy that that has been looked after, right? Yep, that's right. Okay. So um, I spoke to you uh, earlier just at break about a friend of mine, yeah, called me last night on my way home from work, and uh, he missed, He thought he had a he thought he had a pipe rupture in his in his house. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was sitting there watching TV with his kids, and he hears this sound. And next thing you know, he comes out, and there's water all over the bathroom. There's water leaking down through the ceiling in the basement. Yeah. Um, so he thinks he's got the water shut off. He so he. I go over and have a look. Water's still on, so it wasn't shut off. He he had turned it off at the wrong place. He had just isolated a tap. But so I don't hear anything. I check the bathroom where the water had come out. There's no signs of any leaks, or I don't hear anything in the wall. The toilet's not running. I I flush it three or four times, see how the how the tank fills up. Everything's normal. Right. I am absolutely scratching my head, wondering what the heck could this possibly be. Yep. Could be the main thing that it could have been was the town or the city might have been going down the street, flushing the main lines out. Okay. And sometimes when they flush the main lines out, they'll put X amount of pounds of air pressure, PSI, through that line. But sometimes, especially if you don't have a back water valve, that air will go back up into the home. Right. And sometimes it will blow the water right out of the bowl. Right out of the toilet bowl. Right out of the toilet bowl, your traps, but you're going to notice it out of the toilet bowl because that's where your biggest amount of water is. So there's, because there's quite a bit, there's quite a bit of water. Yes. And uh, part of the problem is sometimes people don't know when that's going to happen. Sometimes they advertise when they're going to flush mains and when they're not. And sometimes the the main vent on the house might be partially blocked because the air will go the easiest place it can. Okay. So in some homes. So this is because it was on the main level. Yes. And that was probably the easiest place for the air to go. I see. But he should make sure that his main vent stack on his roof is clear. Okay. Because if it's partially plugged, that might have stopped the air from escaping properly. That's right. And then it just forced the water out of the bowl. Exactly. Exactly. So... He should check that. I mean, there are there could be a couple of other causes, but that sounds like probably what it was. Okay. Yeah. 
Thank you, because so, I really was uh, perplexed. Well, it can be baffling when it, when you get there and everything is working fine, and you're going, "What what's going on here?" Yeah, and uh, that's usually the most uh, common cause. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. I, yeah. That will certainly it'll uh, relieve him um, of you know because you're thinking terrible thoughts that there's a pipe let go or something's happened right, in the house, right? right? And yeah. You no, know, maybe if it's an if it's a fairly old home, maybe the vent pipe isn't big enough. No, this was a this one's only like within uh, five or six years old, so yeah, it's, a, it's it, a newer home. Yeah, it was yeah. probably the uh, them flushing the main and the air coming up. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will let him know that, and he will be relieved. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He could check with the city or the town or you know wherever he lives and. Make sure to just ask them if they were flushing the mains at that time, and that would that will make his uh, mind a little. And the city would, would they bit. would let you know that they that that had gone on. Well, I think they would. Okay, uh, I I would ask the question. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Yep. So we're at that time. We're at the bottom half of the hour. So I'm going to turn it over to Christian, and uh, we'll catch you after the break. <laughs> So that's uh that's from your neighbor. That's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who who is that that sings that? Uh that's uh Mungo Jerry. Oh, that's right. I tried to get that one before Jamie, but he got in before me. Did he? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, unfortunately, you know what you picked didn't fare very well for you, so I, I can't I, understand that. I apologize. Oh, and Jamie, of course, Jamie just Chimes in, he says, that's a great song. That is yeah. a great song. <laughs> but well, I can... thought that uh, the demographics that listen to our radio show, I thought would prefer my song. What, Grease Summer Nights? <laughs> yeah, everybody loves Grease. Well, yeah, that's Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. John, like, you couldn't right. go wrong with that. No. Yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So congratulations, Jamie, on getting number two spot. Um yeah. Anyway, yeah. we are a heating, air conditioning, and plumbing show, and if you do have any questions regarding those topics, not music, <laughs> you can call in at 519-643-2222. And uh, we, don't, we don't get the opportunity to have the Godfather of Plumbing in the studio as often as we like, but he is here, so any burning questions, please give him a call. I'm How's glad that? to answer them. I know you would be. No. Yeah. You've answered a couple of tough ones for me today. I know. You probably have one or two more too. Well, I don't. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to inundate you with a whole <laughs> bunch of you know, plumbing questions. But you know, I I learn a lot when you're sitting here. But it is a good time of year to make sure your filters clean, also. Now, what filters are we talking about? Your furnace filters. Oh, okay. Because uh, now you're going to switch from your air conditioning to your heat. It's a good time of year to change your filter. It is. Yeah. And. Uh, what type of filter do you have in your furnace? Oh no, you were, and, and you <laughs> and you laugh when you say that. <laughs> I have so a five-inch. filter. You do have a five-inch filter. Yes, I do, and, and it's then, wonderful. And you don't have to change it nearly as often as someone who's got a one-inch filter. That's right. That's right. right. Okay, and you know, is it still get really dirty when you pull it out and look at it? Yeah, it it is. It, yeah, I guess it depends on the time of year. It actually depends a, a bit on the weather. Yeah, and how many uh, people are in the house? Exactly. exactly. Now, since since you had the Maddie dog, uh, yes, does is 
Does she shed quite a bit of hair? She sheds quite a bit, and I do have to change the filter more often than I used to. Okay. Yeah. So all those all those factors contribute to how dirty your filter That's gets, right. how quickly, yeah? Exactly. Okay. Now we do have, um, we've got a new caller, so I'm just going to go to the phone lines. Hi, how are you today? I'm fine, thank you. And what what kind of question do you have for us today, Rosemary? Um, your service people were out and did the maintenance, which I've had done by you for a number of years now, on my furnace and my air conditioner. But I was a bit surprised when the technician said to me that my furnace is getting old. <laughs> and you installed it about 10 years ago, and I thought it would at least have a little bit more life in it. What What is the lifespan for? Um, it's supposed to be a high efficiency furnace. So most high efficiency furnaces have a have a 15 to 20 year life expectancy. Okay. So once but the technicians uh, there are there are some products out there which um, don't have as long a life expectancy as what you would have purchased in your home Rosemary. So our technicians once something gets to be 10 years old and it gets out of warranty, they start preparing customers because time flies these days. They start preparing customers to say, "Listen, your furnace is now over 10 years old. You just need to keep in mind it's on the downward, it's on the other side of things now. So you just have to keep in mind if it, you get ready to get a major repair, mm-hmm. you, you may want to consider not doing that but replacing. So they just, they just, they are continually just trying to educate customers just to make them aware of that, how old their product really is. I see. Okay. Yeah. So you're, um, you're in good shape. You know, you've, you've got lots of time left. All right. Uh, I appreciate that because I, I have the maintenance done by your technicians regularly. And so I'm Good. hoping that I've got a few more years left. No, absolutely. And, and the fact that you do do that maintenance all the time actually extends the life expectancy of your product. So, I see. Yes. You're doing all everything right. right, Rosemary. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you for calling. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show you the importance of your regular maintenance. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. As we you know, as we can all joke about my water heater situation, brand new water heater, <laughs> don't do a maintenance for a couple of years, and all of a sudden it stops working. Hmm. Well, Steve, um, <laughs> and no one will ever forget that, Steve. You know that. I. That's why I just <laughs> openly talk about it on the air now because it's going to be made an example of. So I know. I just, I, yeah. You just get it out there. I right, do. Right off yeah. the bat. Yep. So, you know, brand new product, you think, well, yeah, it's okay. It doesn't need a maintenance. You know, it needs a maintenance. Yes. So same thing with furnaces. Your furnace today is much more complicated than the furnaces that were made 30 years ago. So it's maintenance is so critical. Exactly. You would not think of driving your new car without changing the oil, would you? No, no, no one should ever think of that. But also when you have your product in your own home. Yes. A lot of us that are in the industry have a tendency to forget about ourselves a little bit on our products and worry more about the customer. That's true. So that sometimes your wife says to you, do I have to call someone else to come and fix this? (laughs) I've had that happen on a few occasions. I'm I'm (laughs) thinking I can actually hear that conversation in my own home, yes. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Annette said to me just the other day, she said... uh, have you changed the filter yet? I said, it's already done. Yeah. 
Well, Be- if you can say it's already done, that's and the only reason I can say that is because I schedule my own maintenance with another with with the company, right? So I have yes. I have the guys come in once a year and they do that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, and and it just slips your mind, you yeah. know. And uh, so if it slips your mind and you work in the industry, you can imagine it. To other people that don't work in the industry, they it, you know you really don't see it. It's downstairs, kind of out of the way. So yes, yes. So. Please don't forget to have those things done. Yeah. So that, you know, the furnace that we put in your house. Yes. How how old is it now? See, time flies. It's probably... Is it six years old, seven years old now? I think it's at least six. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So Lynn's sitting in the corner going, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But really, I think that's what it is. I think it's, it's uh, six it's a, years It's amazing. Old. Just, you know, and... We find that all the time, you know, you, you think that your product is much younger because it seemed like it only happened yesterday. That's right. But then that's when right. you pull up the records and you look, you think, oh my goodness, that's that's actually, we installed that furnace like three or four or five years ago. Yes. Yeah. yes. So, hence, that's the, the same thing with the maintenance. If you just, it's in the calendar, we come and we do it once a year, which is why I love it. I just, I pay monthly on my credit card yeah. for my maintenance mm-hmm. plan. And then they just come once a year. I just absolutely, I just don't even worry about it anymore. They right. come once a year, right. they do their stuff, and out the door they go. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the best way to be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what else do I have for you? Oh, I'll. It's it seems to be confession time for me on the radio. So um, <laughs> I was uh, doing a job for a boiler for a customer, and uh, yes. I just, I had some difficulties in picking some parts for that right. boiler installation. And so I had to go and ask Diana, mm-hmm. um, you know, for some help. Yes. So she laughs. And so she, one of the questions is, uh, Godfather of Plumbing, will you please explain to Steve the accessories needed when installing a boiler? Like, for the, for example, the number seven auto air vent made of the mist. Well, it, it doesn't actually have to be a made of the mist, but a, uh, an auto air vent is imperative to take the air out of the top of the boiler. Right. Um, and I knew that, and I told her what I wanted. Yes. I just didn't know the exact yes. name I wanted. And, and that's just, it's, there are others on the market. Um, Honeywell makes one, Brockman makes one. There there are a lot of companies that make one, but the most important thing is that you have that air vent that automatically takes the air out right. of Right, so top. as the circulator pumps moving water throughout that boiler. That's right. There's It's just like a little thing, it just allows any air going past just to Exactly, they automatically come out. Air will collect in the top of the boiler or usually your highest rads also. Right. So on your highest rad, you might want a, an automatic air vent up there. Instead of a bleeder that you have to do manually. Right, and every rad, in my opinion, every rad should have a, at least a manual bleeder. Right. But the automatic bleeder, you never have to worry about it. And uh, So then you never have a rad that's going to go cold on you. Right, and they used to what they called purge a system. And force all the air out. Um, And that's fine when you're first starting the system up. Right, because there's a lot of air in new water, right? That's right. But then as the new water heats up, it tends to separate the air from the water, and that air has to have some place to go. Okay. So your automatic air vent is your best bet. Nowadays, in years gone by, that air a lot of times used to go into your expansion tank that you had on your boiler. Right. Now the expansion tanks have a diaphragm in them, so they don't capture the air the way they used to. 
So it's even more important now uh, to, to look after those, those manual air, or those automatic air vents. Okay. Yes. Well, thank you. So I, I'll, you know, next time I'll just maybe call you <laughs> and then I don't have to confess to Diana that I've made no, a mistake. No, that's fine. You can call me anytime, okay. Steve. Okay, thanks, Tom. Well, we are going to go to break and uh, if you have any questions, please give us a call. The phone lines are open at 519-643-2222. Let's go surfing now, everybody's learning how Come on a safari with me Come on a safari with me Early in the morning we'll be starting out that, that was Peter's, so that's why I only gave it a second of air time. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not here, I'm sure he'll call back, but yeah. Surfing safari by the Beach Boys. Well, that's summertime. Okay. It's the beach. Yeah. It's surfing. I know. Although we don't do a lot of surfing here on Lake Erie <laughs> or Lake Huron. <laughs> All right. So if you have any surfing questions, please give us a shout at 519-643-2222, and I'll write them down, and Peter can answer them next week. But because we are the experts. We are the experts, yeah. So um, question, Dan. Yep. Uh, when I drain my tub, it smells like sewage, and sometimes I can hear water gurgling in the bathroom sink. Um, what would be causing that and how can it be fixed? Um, that sounds like you may have a, a plug vent. So we're back to a plug vent thing again. Yes. Um, if you can hear gurgling in the, in the sink from that, that it's trying to, the water's trying to push the air somewhere. That pipe's full of air before it fills full of water to drain. Okay. It has to push that air somewhere. And what it's doing is it's pushing the air. So it's gulping. Through, that's right. It's, it's pushing it up through the, the drain in the basin. And then when the water goes down, air wants to fill back in behind that. So so it's doing both of those things. So I would check to make sure that the vent on the roof is clear. Um, this time of year, um, when the leaves start to come uh, down. I was just going to ask you, like what, what can get in a vent to cause know, it problems? That's the number one thing is leaves. leaves this time of year. Pine needles, pine cones, leaves, um, Actually, birds building nests. On top of a vent. Will bu- That's right. And so when you get that sewer odor, now your trap doesn't have any water in it. Okay. So you have to pour water back in to make that go away. So in this, in this case, I would be 99% sure that that's a vent issue. Okay. So they should get up on the roof, look down at it with a flashlight, make sure that it's okay. Um, you know, they may want to put a hose down there to flush is it that out. How you, is that how you clear a vent? Well, I would prefer to put a cable down. Right. Um, hoses down vents. Once you get it clear, to to wash it out are fine. But I, I'm not big on putting the hose down first. So if you put the hose down and the water actually comes out of the top of the vent, you know you got a real problem. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, – yeah, I'd be ninety nine percent sure that that's a venting issue in that uh, that regard. And so we're just so for people to understand, there is a, a vent attached to every fixture in the house. Well, there is a vent attached to every fixture, but they may join together in the attic or in the wall and into only one main through, vent. That's right, and only come through the roof once. Okay. Usually, you'll see one near one of your bathrooms, and usually one near the kitchen sink. In most houses. Um, bigger houses, there may be more vent stacks. There may be more vents coming out the roof. Smaller houses, if the kitchen's close to the bathroom, they might have joined those two vents together in the attic and still only come out once. Okay. So um, take a look. You'll usually see a, a 
three-inch black pipe. So it's that big, up. three inches. It'll be three inches. Minimum three-inch. Every house has to have one main stack of three-inch. Okay. Um, and even if you put your kitchen sink out separately, that vent still has to be increased to three-inch when it goes through the roof. Okay. To prevent frost building up. So if there's a couple of vents upstairs, it's because of just how the, the locations are inside. That's right. Okay, and they That's don't right. want to run that in the attic space to join them together. Right, it okay. may be too far away. It may be just easier to run it straight up through the roof at the kitchen sink. Um, a two-story home, you may have to run it back right, and tie it into another vent and then up. Okay. But nowadays, most houses have you know, two, three bathrooms a kitchen, a laundry, all of those vents from those areas all have to tie together somewhere or go out separately. So it's Im- very important to keep that vent clear. That's right. That's okay. Right. Well, see, look at that. You're just a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Not every morning. <laughs> oh, come on. Yes, every morning. Um. And then we we had a customer call in, but just uh, maintenance on a water heater. Like we talk about we, we different types of water heaters. There's tanks and tankless, basically. Right. So, the, what about these new? Um, what about these new water heaters that these indirect ones that are attached to these new high efficiency boilers? So now there's another tank there. Yes. Do they do they have the same problems? That they do. They do basically. Um, you don't have to worry about the burner so much or the venting because that's not incorporated in, in that type of an, an indirect water heater. Right. Um, but you still should drain out of the bottom. They still will get sediment build up in the bottom. Um, valves maybe need a new O-ring or something. Uh, minor things, very, very minimal things with an indirect water heater. But if you have an indirect water heater, then that's more important that you make sure your boiler or whatever you're using to heat that is, is, is up to snuff. Okay. Yes. And so where does sediment come from in, that accumulates in a water tank? It, it's just, it's in the water. It's in the water. It's in the water. So the, through the heating and cooling process of water? That's right. It starts to drop out. Okay. Settle in on the bottom. Also, you'll have from the inside of the piping, from the inside of the tank itself, um, they're so minuscule that you wouldn't notice them. But just over time. Oh, but over time, that's right. Uh, scale will build up. It'll start putting a layer on the inside of the tank and some of that will shale off and go into the bottom. So there are many areas that that could come from. Okay. Yeah. And it just, it finds its lowest point and just, so. That's right. And and when the water's heated, that seems to be, it, only, it doesn't only just seem to, take the air out of the water, but it also seems to drop the sediment down to the bottom, whatever tiny particles might be in that water, and it, it tends to separate those out too. So in a tank situation, important to keep that, keep just taking a, a sample of water off the bottom of that tank exactly, and, and keeping exactly. that from and, accumulating. And the life of your tank will be longer. Okay. It uh, won't... Yes, we do do that. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I can. I know somebody will come and do that for you, Lynn. But yes, it, not me because I I'm terrible at maintenance. I have to hire us to do it. So, but one one point, uh, an important point is you, if you have a plastic drain, 
on yep. the bot or vinyl drain of some sort on the bottom of your water heater. You should change that to brass, shouldn't you? Yes, they they have a tendency if there is any little particles and sediment it has a tendency to get in, and then you can't turn them off; they'll drip. Okay. So if you are draining your tank for whatever reason, then that would be a good time to change that drain valve. Okay. Well, I think that's about all the time we got. So I'll just thank you, Dan, for another Saturday show. Not a problem, Steve. Yep. Nice to see you, Lynn. So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London and St. Thomas at 519-681-2450. Uh, Sarnia, 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS. Uh, you can reach us online by going to RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast to this show at RoyInch.com and hit the Inch by Inch button on the homepage. As we say at the shop, though, life is hard by the yard, by the inch. Life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. Thank you.